Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello. Hello. We're here to have a really important conversation. I feel this is a very important conversation around raising your standards. Okay. So what does that mean? What in the heck am I talking about raising standards? So here's the thing that I want you to know about standards is that every single one of us, I'm going to talk to you specifically, you have standards around everything whether you're conscious to it or not conscious to it. So standards, another way you can look at it is what you will allow or won't allow to happen, to occur for you to experience in a certain area. Okay. So you have standards around literally everything. You have standards around money, the amount of money you'll allow yourself to have. You know, I would never allow myself to have less than this, or I would never allow myself to, you know, not have my credit cards paid off, or I would never allow myself to get like evicted, right? Like all of us have standards and it's not about what's right or wrong or good or bad. And when we use those words, like right, wrong, good, bad, that's a judgment. And so we don't want to be in judgment, but you have standards around money. You have standards around the company you keep right? So you have standards around like, if if you are in a space where you're not happy with the friendships you have or the company you keep, you get to look at not the people you're around. You get to look in the mirror and look at yourself and go, okay, what standards have I had in place that have actually created this? Because anything we have in our reality is because we actually created it by deciding what will allow, not allow. And so it's about bringing your awareness to this. You have standards around your romantic relationships. So if you are in a really committed, loving relationship, that's what I'm in, you know, and I spent a long time of my life not being in that, right? So I've been in that for the last three years and that's because that's my standard. My standard is, you know, to be in a healthy relationship that works where there's open and honest communication, where we share a vision for what we want to create in the relationship. That's my standard. But many years ago, my standard was not that. My standard was attracting inconsistency, emotional unavailability in past relationships before the one I'm in now. I would feel anxious 24 seven, right? My standard was not peace and making sure we're on the same page. My standard was chasing and excitement and, Ooh, how do they feel about me today? Like, you know, let me have them validate me. Like I need them to text me. I need to know how they feel about me. Then I'll know if I can feel happy and secure within myself. Right. So obviously I did a lot of work around that to be in the relationship I am in today. You have standards around your environment. Right. So if you have a really messy space and remember, this is not a conversation to like judge you or have you feel shame or anything like that. But if there's a lot of like mess, a lot of disorder, it's like that's a standard. Right. If you are in a space where you're like, my desk is clean, like I clean up everything at the end of the day, like the counter's clean laundry's folded, like that is a standard. And so here's the thing. We don't walk around consciously going, this is a standard. That's a standard. I need to raise the standard. I need to lower the standard. What we actually walk around saying is, why does this feel so hard? Why do I keep attracting this? 
Why hasn't this changed yet? Why does it seem like I never have money, even though I make money? Why does it seem like it's gone all the time? Why does my space just always feel like this, right? So when we are asking questions like that, it's the opportunity to turn around and look in the mirror and go, okay, well, how did I create this? What did I allow for this to be in my reality. And this is definitely a tough pill to swallow. I remember when I first started getting into personal development, when I first started getting into, you know, really learning about how my thoughts were creating my reality. I remember feeling a lot of shame, to be honest. I was like, oh my God, I allowed this. But the beautiful thing about realizing like, oh, I've allowed this to happen in my life is that you have a choice. So when it comes to raising your standards, what that means is deciding that you're available for something different than what you've been experiencing. And I want you to take this conversation and I want you to apply it to a specific area because we can all improve. We can all grow like students of life for life. Like the growth never stops. So it's not about looking at your life and being like, oh my God, it's a mess or you know, have weak standards in all these areas. Like for the context of this conversation, I want you to think of one area in your life where you want improvement you want better. Maybe it's your relationship with money. Maybe it's your relationship with yourself. Maybe it's your relationship with your business, with your career, with the type of company you keep. Maybe it's around health and fitness. Maybe it's around your environment. Maybe it's about, you know, how you spend your time. So think of one area, and I know it's going to come to you instantly now. Think of one area that you want to focus on with this conversation. Okay. So when it comes to raising our standards, This is what it is not. It is not saying that needs to change. This needs to change. This person needs to change. This person needs to stop doing this. This person needs to stop making me this way. More money needs to come. More clients need to come. You cannot look out there and say that needs to change. The things out there outside of you will change as a byproduct of raising your standards, but raising your standards is not saying Once this changes, then this has to change first. Then if this person stops doing this, then I need them to do this for me. I need them to stop doing this for me. I need money to stop doing this. I need more money to come. I need the bills to stop. Like, no, we cannot look outside of ourselves and say that needs to change. What gets to change, what gets to actually happen first is you deciding, you deciding that it's time to change. So what raising your standards is not is believing that you are at the effect of all the things happening to you. And this is a tough pill to swallow, you know, and this is a conversation I get to have with myself all the time because I'm not perfect. And there's always standards that get to be raised in different areas of my life. And there always will be until the day I die. So looking at, you know, all the things that are going on in your life that you may not like, are you in a conversation where you're saying, God, why is this happening to me? Like people are being so mean to me. Why do I keep attracting this? Like why every day that I go on, why are the guys like this? You know, why aren't new clients coming to me? Like, why don't I have more money? Like if you are looking at all these things that you don't like and you're feeling like you're at the effect of them, which, you know, you're kind of almost like victimizing yourself and you're like, these things are happening to me. Like, this is so unfair. Why am I being punished? You are at the effect, meaning You're saying like, these things are happening to me and I have no control, but the actual truth is that you are the cause of the things in your life. So what I mean by that is you are the one who 
is creating. And so the beautiful part about this is if you don't like something in your life, you can change it. And it starts with the decision. So what raising your standards is, is it's a decision. It's a decision. Nobody can make that decision for you. And sometimes the way we choose to raise our standards is we have a rock bottom moment. We have a rock bottom moment. I've had multiple of these in my life. And one that I share is, you know, in 2018, when I'm, you know, 27 years old, almost 28, and I was living a life of, you know, corporate America working Monday through Friday, nine to five, actually with my job, it was like eight to five, no matter what it's like, you know, every Friday was going to be, it's like the the weekends, like, thank God we made it to Friday, like TGIF. Oh my God, I need Friday. And then it's like, you know, I would party on the weekends. I would numb, I would escape. I'd be like, thank God I don't have to be in this job. So what do I actually want to do? Let me watch a bunch of Netflix. Let me gossip with friends. Let me numb myself out. Let me go shopping. Let me rack up credit card debt. Let me, you know, drink and go. And basically it was like, I wanted to escape. I wanted to escape reality. I wanted to escape my life. But here's where I was in conflict was I was like, but wait, I have so many things to be thankful for. I went to college. I have a degree. I graduated in four years. I have a job. I have a salary. Like I have health benefits. (laughs) Like I have all these things. I live in a fun city. I have a group of friends. Like I should be happy. But what was actually happening is that I was not fulfilled. You are allowed to be grateful for what you have and be unfulfilled at the same time. So you don't need to convince yourself to be grateful. I mean, practice gratitude every single day, like focus on what you have, but don't settle at that. Don't be like, well, I have all these things, so I should be happy. There's no should. If there's something more that's coming out of you you, and pulling you, you get to listen to that. Like you actually are meant for more. So for me, you know, where that happened was, it, I had just moved to a new city. I was working in a job where it was in San Diego. And one day the head of HR came in and was like, yo, the department is being dissolved. And if you want to stay with the company, you need to re-interview and you can either move to our Phoenix or our Nashville office. And so I was like, I will give Nashville a try. And at this point I had been single for almost three years and you know, why that was hard for me was because I was actually like, quote unquote, trying, I was going on dates. I was like, you know, putting myself out there. I really like was trying to better myself and things just weren't working for me. I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I thought, perfect, take me to this new city and all these things will change and nothing changed. I got there and nothing changed. I still struggled. I still, you know, had experiences where I would go on dates and, it wouldn't lead to second dates. And anyway, my divine intervention, I will say my rock bottom moment, one of those was in, you know, February, 2018, after a night of going out, I lived in this new city for two weeks, like, you know, way across the U S and I was like doing the same things. I'm like, why would I wake up and feel hungover? You know, I'm, I'm like, why do you keep doing this? And it was one of those moments where I was just so fed up. I was like, why? And so in that moment, I decided to change my standard. So I wasn't actually thinking, you know, in that moment, which provides contrast, right? When we're really unhappy with something, when we hit a rock bottom moment where we're just, we're really like, I don't like what it, what is happening right now. In that moment, we actually do raise our standards because in that moment of having that rock bottom moment, you're actually fed up and you're making a decision. You're saying, nope, no more, 
not anymore. You may not even be in the place where you're even focused on like, well, here's what I want to create, but you're in that place of, I am so fed up. I can't believe I let myself get to this point. Like I'm ready for something new. And so with that, you are changing, you are creating a new standard in that moment. And so this is really, really important. This is really, really important. So another way to look at standards is what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate. So again, remember, we have standards in every area of our life. So if you are unhappy with the way things are going in a specific area, amazing, right? So sometimes being content actually isn't a good place to be. When you're like, ah, it's fine. It's comfortable. Like that complacency feeling, like sometimes it is really good to be unhappy, not because you deserve to suffer, but because that's going to open your eyes and be like, oh, I don't like this. I want to change something. So when you, you know, have a standard that you want to shift, it comes with you being like, what am I available for? What am I not available for? So this is really cool. Like when people decide that they want to get a new job or they want to work at a new company or they want to start a business or they want things to be different in their business, it often comes from the contrast of not liking how things are going. And we need to be willing to sit with ourselves and actually like acknowledge and feel like, okay, what is happening that I'm not happy with, right? So it's really easy to complain right? It's really easy to complain. It's really easy to focus on, you know, my house is too small, like too many bills, gas is too high. Like my city's so boring. There's no good guys. There's no good people today. Like, oh, it's so hard. Like it is actually easier to find those things. And that's why we rewire our minds and focus on gratitude. Like gratitude is not this like trendy woo woo thing. It's actually you teaching your brain how to look at life. And what happens is when you're focused on gratitude, you're emitting a frequency, like being in gratitude, feeling really grateful for what you have. That is such a high frequency. And that's the level at which you're going to vibrate at. You're vibrating at the frequency of gratitude. And guess what? God, the universe loves when you're in gratitude and they're like, oh my God, let's give her more to be thankful about. The same thing happens when you are in that uh, lower vibration of, you know, complaining when you're not grateful, when you're focused on what's wrong, you are, you know, at a lower frequency and that's what you're vibrating at. And then same thing. It's like, you're so powerful that you're going to get what you think about over and over and over again, because that's the vibration that you're, you know, that you're at and God, the universe, not because they don't love you. They're going to keep giving you things to match where you're at. So you're going to keep receiving things to complain about, right? Have you ever, this is an analogy I use, like, because I've been in this many times, I've created this experience for myself. Have you ever been in a space where you were late for something and you were rushing? Okay. Like when I'm running late, I hate having to wait on other people. I hate when things are out of my control. So let's say I'm like going to a concert or something and I'm running late for the concert. Now it's like, if I'm focused on, oh my God, I'm late. I'm so mad. Like if I'm really focusing on that and stewing on that, then guess what? I'm going to attract the Uber being really late. Like I'm going to walk you through this visual. Maybe you've been in this, right? So I'm going to attract an Uber that says it's seven minutes away. And the next thing I check, it's 19 minutes away. F. Then I'm going to attract being stopped at every red light and there's an accident and there's more traffic and, 
you know, the Uber has to pull off for gas or my friends are going to go in the concert without me. Like it's, it's almost like this snowball. Right. And then it's like, when you're focused on all these things and you're holding the intention of I'm going to be late, I'm so mad. I'm so upset. It's like, you're going to keep attracting more of those things. And so that's why the power is within us to create what we want by what we choose to focus on. That is like the baseline, right? It's like what you choose to focus on is what you will create and what you're inevitably moving toward and pulling more toward you. And this is the thing with money too. People think like, oh, I want more money. Great. But when you're focused on more money, are you thinking about the money you don't have, right? Are you thinking about what's currently in your bank account? And you're like, oh, it's so low. I want more. Well, actually you are focused on lack when you're thinking about what currently is, and you're noticing a gap between how much you want and where you are. So it's important to focus on the energy of what you want. Like, don't even think about what is right now, like move toward what you want. Okay. And this coming back to how we raise our standards is we're like, Like, let's say you're in an experience where you are single and you're wanting to meet your person. You're like, I want to be in that partnership of my dreams. I want to be in that relationship. I want to spend the holidays with someone. And you're super clear on that. Great. Maybe up until this very moment, you've been attracting the opposite of that. Like you've been attracting people who are toxic. You've been attracting people who want to see what they can get out of you, but they like, hell no, I don't want a relationship or anything like that. And they're, they're not wanting to take that step with you or you're attracting, you know, not good people into your life. It would be really easy to go, well, I want my soulmate, but the guy I went on a date with last night was this, this guy's not texting me back the dating app suck. Like it would be really easy to keep yourself in that, but that's not you raising your standard. That's you kind of weakly saying, I want this, but I'm not willing to walk in alignment with it. So it's not just saying, okay, I'm ready for this. Like I'm ready for my soulmate. It's like, okay, now let's look at what are the standards within that. So someone who is serious about attracting their soulmate what they get to do is they get to look at, okay, well, what standards have I had in place up until this point? And don't hang out there, but look at, okay, you know, maybe I've made it so that people can really get access to my time. Like they really, you know, last minute can reach out to me, or maybe, you know, I've had a standard of, I've seen red flags, but I've ignored them because I've wanted the company, or maybe I've had a standard of hiding and I'm, you know, not actively putting myself out there. And I'm, you know, just hoping someone will come knock at my front door and want to marry me. Like we get to be honest and we can stop there, right? Like you don't need to, and when I say stop there, you don't need to make yourself feel a certain way. You don't need to feel shameful around that. So someone who is going to attract their soulmate and they're like, I want to attract my soulmate. They get to shift their standards. So their standards get to be like, you know, how do I want to be dating? Like, how do I want to be courted? How do I want to spend my time? Like, how do I want to be perceived? Like, what will I allow? Like, what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? When you decide that you want something, your standards get to be in alignment with that. And this can be hard. It's not an overnight thing. It's a moment to moment decision. Okay. So when I decided that I was going to make more money in my business, which I'm always available for that next level and for more, there were certain things I was doing that were not in alignment with the powerful CEO who, you know, has a multiple six figure business, who's reaching for a seven figure business. Like I was not 
walking in alignment with that, right? Like being scared of taxes, like avoiding money stuff, right? Like being like, oh, I don't want to know. Like that's not in alignment with a powerful CEO of this company. And so you get to look at, okay, I say I want this. What standards have I been holding? What have I been creating? And am I actually walking in alignment with what I say I want? If you're like, I'm ready to increase my income, I'm ready for more money to come into my reality. That's amazing. And how are you walking in alignment with that? If you say like, I'm ready for that next income level, like, are you taking the actions toward that? Like, are you investing in learning how to make that type of money, right? Are you investing in yourself? Are you investing in mentorship? Are you checking your bank account? Are you actually creating space for money to come through? Are you saying, you know, I want to bring more clients into my business, but you're not selling. Like you're not talking about how you can help people. You're not creating those pathways for money to come in. It's like you get to walk in that alignment with what you say you want. And so with deciding to raise our standards, this is really powerful because we decide, okay, so I want this thing. What am I going to do? What am I going to be a yes to? to be in alignment with this, right? Let's say you're you're really wanting to create tribe. You're wanting to create community. Maybe you're at a place where you're like, I want high vibrational friendships. Like I want to feel good in my interactions. I'm not content with gossip fest. I'm not happy being in this group text with nine people. We're talking crap about this person. Like, I don't like that. I come into this group and gossip about my coworker. Like this is not, what I want, this doesn't feel good. Right. So now you get to create the standard around, well, what do you want? So if you're not available for that, rather than expecting nine people, eight people, however many, you know, people are in your friend group to change, you get to say, okay, well, what am I not available for? Not available for gossip. So in this group, there's gossip. So I have some choices. I'm going to, you know, next time there's gossip, I can ask to change directions in the conversation. I could speak up and say, Hey guys, I know we're, you know, talking about this person and they're not there to defend themselves. Like, can we talk about something else? This doesn't feel good to me. And that takes balls. (laughs) That is uncomfortable to go against the tribe. It's like the tribe is talking, you know, and for you to be that person to be like, Hey guys, I just want to say, like, I'm not feeling comfortable with this. Can we please change directions? Can we please move the conversation into a different direction? Like that takes balls, right? You could do that. You could pause. You could say, I have a lot going on. I'm going to take a break from this group. You know, you don't have to be in a space that doesn't feel good for you. Like you have options. Okay. So if you're like, I want high vibrational friendships, I want a tribe. I want people who support me. I want to you know, do life with people who also are growth oriented and we're going to grow together and inspire each other and support each other and cheer each other on. Are you making choices in alignment with that? So are you just staying with the people you've always known or are you making new connections? Are you consciously seeking people out who you're like, Hmm, I really like what she's created. I really like what she's about. I really like you know, she seems really positive. She posts positive content online. I want to be around her. I want to be in her energy. Like, let me reach out to her. Let me initiate a friendship with her. Like, are you doing that? Right. So saying you want the thing is one thing. And when we decide to raise our standards, that also involves action on our end, aligned action, right? 
So it's not like, oh my God, I'm so scared of being stuck with all these people forever. It's like, oh, I want to have more fulfilling friendships in my life. And if you're like, I don't know anybody who like is doing that, or there's someone I know, or I see online, but I don't know if they'd want to be friends with me. A really great place to start is to get yourself in spaces where groups of women are meeting and there's a common interest, right? So there's meetups, you can do personal development stuff. And my favorite, it's masterminds. So masterminds is like when a group of people with a shared intention come together for a set amount of time and they're all moving towards something collectively yet individually. Okay. So masterminds, it's not really like, let's come learn these topics. It's like, let's all hold each other accountable. Let's talk about our goals. Let's support each other. Let's celebrate each other. Let's hold space for each other. Let's, you know, support someone who's venting. Let's cheer this person on. Let's really hold this person to the fire. They say they want to create this. Let's be a stand for them to create something amazing in their life. And that's why I love masterminds because by being in the space, you're going to be expanded. And a lot of the time, like in a mastermind, someone will share something that's coming up for them. They'll share something they're moving through. They'll ask a question and you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be like, oh my God, I have that same question or, oh my God, She just said the exact thing that I've been worried about or the fear that I have, like, wow. And then the person who's running the mastermind, normally a coach or a mentor, they'll, you know, jump in and give that person coaching. And there's something in there for you. You're going to be like, oh my God, that was exactly what I needed to hear. This is so amazing. Like, wow, I just had a huge breakthrough. I just had an aha moment. Something just clicked for me. Like now I'm clear and now I know my next steps and you didn't even have to ask. You were just in the proximity of this type of conversation and you had a breakthrough. So that's the power of, you know, something like a mastermind, right? Where you can be in these spaces and have these big things happen. So when you think of your standards, it's what are you going to tolerate? What are you not going to tolerate? And this is the thing. It's like, we get to be doing inventories, Okay. We get to be doing inventories because like I said, at the beginning, we're not walking around saying, oh my gosh, my standards must be low in this area. We're walking around saying, why the H E double hockey sticks does this keep happening? Like, why do I keep ending up in the same place? And I want you to know that this happens at every level. Like billionaires also get to look at their standards it's like life is so cyclical, right? So there's always going to be habits and patterns and ways of being and ways of thinking that get to kind of fall away. It's like, we don't need those anymore. We don't need those anymore. I don't need to be in that thought loop. I don't need that. I don't need that. And so there's never a finish line of cool. My standards are great in every area. Let's close the laptop and we're good, right? It's like in life, you're always going to be looking at your standards because we're always growing. We're always evolving. So there's always going to be things that aren't working and there will always be things that are working and there will always be things that can be improved. Okay. So look at in your life, like you can even journal, like what have I been tolerating in this area? And you can even take yourself out of the equation. So you can, you know, look at, let's say it's like around money and where you're at financially, or it's, you know, a job or a career, like whatever, You can ask the question, you can be like, what would somebody who is in this position, you know, who is X, Y, Z, whatever the situation is, what would they have to believe about themselves and about money or about relationships or about what they deserve to be in this position? Okay. And again, 
this is not the time to shame yourself. This is a time for awareness. And I do believe that when we, you know, bring these things up and we have these realizations, like, oh my God, I've allowed this type of person in my life because I don't truly believe that I deserve quality friendships or quality interactions in my life. Hello, that's an opportunity to grow. That's an opportunity for you to heal and forgive and let go. We get to forgive. Like that is the number one tool. And I incorporate forgiveness into like every single one of my courses. Forgiveness is such a powerful tool because forgiveness is not letting other people off the hook. It's allowing yourself the freedom. It's allowing you to be free. So the beautiful thing about forgiveness is you don't need an apology from anybody. And a lot of the time, the most hurtful things in our life that we carry with us years and years and years, we'll never get an apology for. We haven't. And a lot of times people aren't completely aware of how they've hurt you. And, you know, I've hurt people, right? And there's some that I can guess and be like, oh yeah, that incident happened. But a lot of times we don't know how we've hurt people. And a lot of times people don't know how they've hurt us. And a lot of the time people do know how they've hurt us, but they are, you know, on their own journey as well. Okay. So forgiveness is such a powerful tool because it's allowing yourself to like release the shackles that have kept you chained to a memory, to an idea, to an experience and going, you know what, I'm taking my power back like this, like you gave me something that I never wanted. I'm giving it back to you and I'm taking what I actually want. I'm taking my power back. And this is the power of forgiveness. So when you're looking at your standards and you're going, how have I allowed this? What have I believed about myself and what I deserve to allow this person in my life, this situation to repeat this, you know, this sabotage, it's like, you get to decide I'm free now. Like I'm ready to heal this. I'm going to forgive this. I'm going to cry. I'm going to process my anger. You guys know, any of my clients know something that I, I love is processing anger and rage. Because, you know, that is an emotion we experience. Like we are meant to experience a wide range of emotions always, always. So I believe in allowing yourself to have those cathartic experiences where when you're driving, scream in the car, like let go of what anyone may think, like obviously be safe. But when you have this like frustration and anger that is just like sitting inside of you and it's like, you know, over and over again, and it's stewing within you, you're going to trap that in your body And we attract through, you know, what we're like the frequency we're vibrating at, right? So if you're holding on to all this anger and it has nowhere to go, it's going to be suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. And then one little thing is going to happen and you're going to explode. So let yourself process the anger. Like there will be some times when I'm driving and I'm feeling a lot of frustration in my field. I'm like, you know, and I don't need to logic it. I don't need to say, well, what logically is going on? It's like, I just need to ride with the emotion. It's like my body is, I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling rage. I'm feeling impatience. I'm feeling frustration. So sometimes I will just scream in the car, you know, normally I'm by myself or I'm not like, you know, in front of people, but I will just let it out, scream in the car. We don't give ourselves enough opportunities to actually release what's coming up for us, right? And so a lot of times you can punch your bed, you can punch pillows, you can scream into a pillow like, you will feel so, so good if you just let yourself experience the emotions. And what a lot of people do is they make themselves wrong or they try to like, you know, gratitude their way out of it. No, I have so many good things in my life. I shouldn't be mad. I shouldn't feel this way, but it's like, it's happening and it's here and our emotions are like waves and they want to be expressed. They want to move, 
But if you're not willing to move them, they're going to stay stuck and they're going to hang out and fester and grow. And it's going to come out at the weirdest times, right? Have you ever had that happen where you've been holding something back? Like maybe you felt resentful toward a friend in your life and it's like, you know, you haven't been speaking up and you've been feeling frustrated and taken advantage of. And then the littlest thing, then it's like been going on for months and the littlest thing you're out to dinner with them. And they're like, Hey, will you pass the salt? And you're like, ah! and you explode. That's on you because you have not been expressing the emotions or having the conversations with them along the way of, Hey, I've felt this way. I felt taken advantage of. I feel underappreciated. Hey, when you made that comment the other day, that actually really hurt me. We're not willing to have those uncomfortable moments, but in those moments, there's so much freedom that can be created. And if you want to keep someone in your life, if you want a friendship with somebody, you get to let people know how to be in relationship with you. So we're always teaching people how to treat us. So when we let people know like, Hey, you know, I'm sure you did not have like an ill intention around this, but there there's a comment you made the other day. And I wanted to talk with you about it and just let you know how I'm feeling. Is that okay with you? And, you know, ask for permission and just share with them. Like, Hey, when you said this, I made up the story that you didn't believe in me or that you thought I was annoying or this or that. And you give that person a chance to say, Oh my gosh, like, no, I, I could see how you would think that, but that's not how I feel at all. And this is how you're creating quality relationships because you're willing to lean into the discomfort of having that conversation of having an uncomfortable conversation to let someone know how you're feeling. And then you, you can like express it and let it go and deepen the relationship. But so many people, you know, and this was me for a long time, were unwilling for that. It's easier to avoid conflict, but it always comes up. What needs to be released will always come up. So rest assured, if you're having a specific emotion that keeps coming up and you don't know why, and even if you know why, that doesn't really matter. I truly believe that what comes up is coming up because it's ready to be healed or released. This is the same thing with triggers, right? So, you know, you see someone online talking about money, you see someone celebrating a win, you see, you know, just you get annoyed by someone. Like, have you ever just randomly not liked somebody and you're like, I don't know why I don't like them. I've never met them. They like trigger me, right? Like this is something I feel is that people hate on people like the Kardashians, okay? And I know, I, like I see this with my dad. Like he gets really, he's like, you know, thinks that they're whatever, right? You can have your opinions, but at the end of the day, we don't know them. And what you think about another person, what you're saying about another person, what you're projecting into the world about another person, it has nothing to do with them, but it says everything about you. So it's like, what in me is wanting to hate these people who are expressing their wealth, who have abundance, who, you know, have created success. Like, yes, they're famous and they run businesses. They, you know, they're have entrepreneurial spirits. They know how to create and generate money. They know how to stay relevant. They know how to market. Right. So it's like, what within me is having these thoughts about these people. And this is like, think about it for anyone who triggers you. Right. It's like, what within me is hating this person? What within me are having these thoughts about this person and then clean it up because it never, <laughs> it never has anything to do with them. It's like, did any of the Kardashians do anything to, you No. You know, why are you resisting that? It's like, oh, they're making money really easily and money feels hard for me. So I hate seeing them, you know, live so lavishly and live in opulence and I'm barely getting by. That has everything to do with you and not them. But 
triggers are our teachers, right? So it's really beautiful when someone triggers you, you can go, okay, what, what about this is showing me what I need to heal, right? What about this is showing me that I can be better. And this, you know, going back to the conversations around masterminds, this is one of the most powerful things about masterminds is when you're in a setting like that, you will get triggered. You will be having, you know, a low day or you will be feel like things will be feeling hard. You'll be going through a lot of emotions. And in that same day, there's going to be a member of the mastermind coming in and saying like, guess what? I just got a raise. Like, oh my gosh, I just got engaged. Like, you know, they're going to be celebrating these high moments and you're over here being like, wow, I feel so low. And that will likely trigger you if you haven't healed that part yet, right? You're going to get triggered. You're going to be like, oh, why am I struggling? And all these amazing things are happening for them. Well, guess what? That's a teacher for you. That's an opportunity for you to heal or learn. How can I celebrate somebody else and act as if, you know, their win is just evidence that it's possible for me too. That's how I look at everything. When I see somebody, you know, creating a lot of success, when I see somebody killing it, I will have those moments of like, oh, I'm not there yet. Or wow, they're doing better than me. And it's always an opportunity for me to go, thank you for showing me what's possible because you are the evidence. You're the evidence that you can make this much money online. Like, thank you. Wow. You, you do something similar to me. We have a similar, you know, mission and I see you impacting so many lives and impact is related to your income. So the more people you impact, of course, the more income you're going to have. So thank you for giving me something to strive to. Thank you for showing me what's possible. Thank you for being that person where now I can always say, well, if so-and-so can do it, so can I. So you get to train yourself to see it this way, because that's not how we're programmed. We're programmed for competition, jealousy, finding things wrong with people, judgment, right? So when we're judging people, it's a way of being able to control right? It's actually quote unquote safer to go, well, she's making a lot of money. Like I bet her dad helps her out or well, she's married. So obviously her husband probably is like giving her money. I'm sure that's not all hers, right? It's actually easier to try to poke holes and find that because it's a way of control. It's a way of being like, well, I can't conceptualize how somebody can make that amount of money with that much ease when I'm over here, not making a lot of money or I'm stuck in my job or whatever. So to protect myself from feeling not good enough, I'm going to judge and I'm going to make assumptions and I'm going to make up how she got that money or why it's actually not all it's cracked up to be. And so when we do this, we're actually separating ourselves from what we want. We're actually pinching ourselves off from all the things that we can have in our lives. And we're robbing ourselves the opportunity of actually like being in the energy and like leaning into, well, how did they create this? Let me learn. Right. Rather than sitting here being triggered and jealous, like, let me pull up a chair and learn from them. And that's what's available with our triggers. And this all goes back to standards, right? It all goes back to deciding, like, are you willing to sit in jealousy? Are you willing to be that person who's like, hmm, I bet they didn't ethically make the money or they must have something I don't have. Like, are you willing to sit like that and actually separate yourself and create space from the thing that you want? Or are you willing to lean in and go, Ooh, this is hitting up against something. This is striking a nerve. This is pushing me to my edge. Like, what is this? Let me heal this. What can I do so that I can get closer to the thing I want? And that takes practice. And that takes a willingness and that takes vulnerability. And that takes being uncomfortable. And that takes looking at the mirror 
right? Because it's not the other person. It's not their money. It's not their car. It's not their relationship. It's not their engagement ring. It's not their baby. Like it always comes back to us. So remember that you have the control you have. And I don't like to say control, but the really, it's like the only thing we have control of in life is how we choose to react to things. Right. So when we say like, oh, I want to control my environment, it's like you're always creating your reality with what you're thinking and how you're reacting to things now. So the moment we're in right now, the moment you and me are in right now, this is actually the physical manifestation of the past, of your past thoughts, of your past beliefs, of the past actions you've taken, of the past standards you've held. Like that's what's leading us to the moment. And so that's why acknowledge the present moment and decide what you want to create. But the present moment is not here, you know, for you to pick apart or try to, you know, predict what's going to happen next. Like the present moment, it's kind of like, you know, everything I've created up until now is happening now. So I'm going to look at what I want to create moving forward. Like what's next? What are we creating now? So that's why when you hang out in what is now and you go, this is all that there will ever be. Like, this is the amount of money I have now. These are the friends I have now. This is my relationship status now. And you stay there and you go, well, that means this is all there will ever be. Like, guess what? You're going to keep creating that. All it is, is the past. And so if you don't like what's happening now, you go, cool. How did I create this in the past? Okay. What am I intending to create moving forward? Awesome. Let's move in that direction. Okay. It's that simple and that complex at the same time. It's that simple and that complex at the same time. So where you're at now, don't make it mean that that's how things are going to be because you truly, anybody can change their future because you're creating the future in the present moment and ways that we actually take ourselves out of the present moment, agonizing over the past, worrying about the future agonizing over the past, worrying about the future. That's how we take ourselves out of the present moment and wealth, freedom, abundance, love, joy is created in the present moment. Okay. So I want you to remember that as you're going through life and decide that anything you don't like, it's because you've had a standard around the way things get to be in that area. And now it's time to decide what you want the standard to be in this new area. Okay. So I hope this conversation was powerful for you. I hope you had some ahas and shifts and like, Ooh, moments. That's always my intention is to invite you into a new way of thinking into a new place of inspiration, into question, into curiosity around what could be different in your life. And if this was a conversation that you loved, this was a conversation that you enjoyed. This is just a preview of the type of conversations that we're going to be having inside of my mastermind, my five month mastermind, the spiritually ambitious babes mastermind. So this is a space for ambitious women, all careers welcome. This is not just for entrepreneurs. This is for all ambitious women, whether you're a business owner, career woman, and anything in between that, right? So this is a space for you if you want to truly live a 10 out of 10 life. So what that means is that you want to have a better quality of life in all areas. Like that's the overall intention of this mastermind. So you want to have amazing relationships and friendships. You want to have, you're ready to have an amazing relationship with yourself. You're ready to be making the type of money and attracting abundance into your life that you desire. You're ready to feel amazing about the skin you're in, the woman you are. You're ready to have a deep relationship with, you know, law of attraction and the creative laws. You want to be a powerful co-creator, 
right? So if this, if this conversation inspired you and you're like, oh my gosh, I can change this. I can create different things in my life. Like imagine having conversations like this over and over again, because the way we create change is through repetition, repetition in our subconscious mind. So if you put yourself in a space where conversations like this are happening all the time, you become what you're around. You become what you keep impressing upon your subconscious mind. So these are the type of conversations we'll have inside of the mastermind, and it's going to be a really high touch space. So for five months, we're going to be together. We're going to be having group calls twice a month. We're also going to be having unlimited support in between. So, you know, lots of, you know, moments where you can reach out for support, for questions, for inspirations, for celebrations, to vent it all out. Like you get to be inside of this space and really get what you need out of the space. You're going to be around like-minded women who are also on a growth path. They're ready for their tribe. They're ready to connect. They want to support you. They want to cheer you on. They want to see you win. They want you to know you're not alone. That's what's available in this space in the spiritually ambitious babes mastermind. And really, really cool to integrate the work. I'm going to be giving you over 25 hours, 25 hours of training content right away when you enroll. And it's literally in all areas, self-development. So self-love, manifestation, your feminine energy, law of attraction, how you feel about yourself, relationships, communication, owning your power, authenticity, how to navigate through conflict. Like I can't even think of all the, the things right now, but you're going to be granted over 25 hours of trainings to really be deepening the inner work. This is going to be a very transformational experience for you. This is going to feel like your home for the next five months. So if you want to join us, if you're ready for this, we are enrolling in the spiritually ambitious babes mastermind spots are limited and they're already being claimed. And right now through tonight at 9 p.m. PST, you can join during pre-sale pricing. So that means that you can join for the lowest price the mastermind will be. And there's also the flexible payment options. And remember, right when you enroll, you're going to get immediate access to the 25 hours of training content. So you can start having breakthroughs today, right away. Like the work inside is really, really powerful. So a couple things you can do, you can reach out to me directly to learn more. You can click the link in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. And I'm happy to share more about it with you and would love to go on this journey with you would love to support you for five months really watch you soar and expand in a high vibe space where you're transforming where you're growing where you're receiving support where you're hitting milestones where you're catapulting towards your goals and also where it's a space where you can be real where you can be supported where you can cry where you can vent like all of it is in here we talk about all the things like we you know heal family dynamics we have women who are switching careers we have women who are getting into relationships we have women who are doing really big things they're having big life changes they're moving and it's like how do we navigate that you get to have a space where you're supported through it all. And that is the spiritually ambitious babes mastermind. So if you want to come play, if you want to go on this journey and do life together, send me a message. I'd love to share more with you and walk this journey with you. I love you so much. Thank you for being a part of this conversation and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.